0: What's going on, everyone? This is Corey from City Wrestling Radio, and this is another very special episode of The Road to Gold. A one on one interview I do with a pro wrestler, um, somebody basically, one on one interview I do with somebody within the pro wrestling industry. Uh, This week, we have the Filipino Dream Johnny Dynamo. I sat down with him before the West Coast Pro Wrestling show last Friday night. Before I get into it, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR Four Five Facebook, Twitter, Instagram uh, to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio. So you know, whenever there's a new episode of City Wrestling Radio, you can be the first to know, guys. I don't want to waste any more time. Let's get right into the interview. So I'm sitting here outside West Coast Pro Wrestling with the Filipino Dream, Johnny Dinewell. How are you today, sir?
1: I'm uh, doing well. <laughs> Let's do it.
0: Let's do it. So uh, you got a match night against Derek Slade, loser gets fired match. How do you feel about this match going into it?
1: Well, first of all, I don't I don't see how I was even able to be put in this kind of predicament, seeing as I'm a fan favorite. I've earned some wins here at this company and I'm a rising star. I don't see why. Um, White management has to put me in this kind of kind of position tonight, so I'm gonna do exactly what what I've been doing the whole time, fighting as a competitor and making sure I come home with a winner's purse. Yeah. And eventually a shot at the at the West Coast Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Championship. Yeah.
0: And uh, this is a match made by the brand new uh, commissioner of West Coast Pro Wrestling. Correct? Do are, do we know who this person is right now? Or
1: I, uh, do man, we I know? I don't even know. It's a, it's out in the shadows and. I saw some
0: cars driving in earlier I couldn't see into the cars I don't know who it was but it could be anybody
1: well whatever clandestine activity is going on you know I'm gonna be ready and uh, any I've been, I've been doing this for seven years seven years in the, in the pro wrestling business and I've seen almost everything up and down left and right but almost nothing can surprise me tonight and whatever whatever the deck is stacked against me so be it you know what that giant diamond was gonna deliver
0: yeah. and uh, I mean, as long as it's not a laptop at ringside, I'll be I'll be fine with it. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. No um, so holds
0: barred, right? <laughs> you said you've been um, wrestling for seven years in the Bay Area. Where did you Where did you train in
1: the Bay Area? I, by the grace of God, I met um, the uh, old school Oliver John, a legend. He's a uh, he's a guy that um, worked, got to wrestle Sheamus when uh, Sheamus debuted in the WWE <laughs> back then, the ECW show out in sacramento california and then uh, after um, after a couple months after about a year and a half in uh, the place closed situations changed then um, you know the sparky ballard and the apw boot camp uh, was able to take me in uh, under the under the roof so I'm very grateful for that.
0: So over these last, you know, seven years of wrestling in the Bay, Area, have you reached outside the Bay Area, or have you just kind of stayed local?
1: I mean, I've, I've stayed local, but because NorCal is such a hotbed, and there's lots of opportunity up here. And um, to be honest, it's very hard in the very in your very first couple of years to gain traction as a performer, as a wrestler. Um, you're just trying to earn your spots and hopefully that will will propel you to bigger and better opportunities um, I had the opportunity to, to wrestle in Las Vegas and as far north as like Eureka California um, got to wrestle down in Hollywood for for you know for, for a minute it was it was, an, it was an excellent time so I mean if you look at California <laughs> it's like seven states in the East Coast absolutely so traveling up and down and uh, eat almost every corner of California it's a it's one heck, hell of an opportunity and an experience. Yeah.
0: And uh, over these last seven years, what are some like your your first thought of like your like a match that happened that you had? What's like the first thing that comes to mind of your favorite <laughs> match you've had?
1: Oh my gosh! I think though one of the craziest matches I've been put in was was facing the Boogeyman out in Alameda, California. To <laughs> Boogeyman and then like a, like a oh, WWE legend yeah. and. Getting the worms. all oh, those disgusting worms. Oh my God. They're real
0: worms, aren't they? Real?
1: They are real. They're crawling. <laughs> still in my mouth. He chewed it up. Some of them were chewed up, but some parts, you know, were still kind of wriggling. Yeah. I think uh, another opportunity was uh, at, at All Pro Wrestling and uh, getting to work with Hart, with uh, Hort Swaggle, now known as Swoggle. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and then helping him. Uh, f- helping. It was a tag team match, an intergender tag team match. And then helping bring opportunities for for uh, um, gals like Samara and Shotzi Blackheart. So
0: Oh yeah, it was, it was uh, Samara and uh, with
1: with me. Oh yeah. okay. Okay, yeah, okay, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. <laughs> so there we go. There you go. There you go. It was a good time. That was it was a good time. It was an match. Ex- excellent excellent time. Um just the opportunity to finally it was actually last week, one of my favorite memories now. Is coming out to all pro wrestling, singing my singing my song, Hairless yeah. Whisper" by George Michael, and then finally, Classic. when I put my mic down and the chorus rang through the, through the auditorium, the audience sang the song yeah. in in unison. It was, and I was just waving my arms around and then just enjoying and then encouraging people to to to, to sing along and and, uh, and and just be one. One, one moment in time It's just like Having a crowd like a, I can see why It's like Wrestling is such a drug Because you have The whole crowd In the palm of your hands yeah. And then changing Swaying emotions It's uh, it's amazing and When How did you How did you Come to
0: that uh, That theme song How did you Become that, that become your theme song
1: Well After After almost Three Three or four years In wrestling You kind of look around And say Okay well what's everyone else doing and then how can I make myself more marketable what's something that I can enjoy that kind of aligns with me and how could I make myself super different and super um, extraordinary right and then it just came to me like I wanted like I I really appreciated um, high-level wrestlers like Ric Flair and Rick Rude and that's like I want to wear a robe. A robe would be awesome. Yeah. And then just uh, or um, gosh, it's like it's blanking my mind. But guys like that, who are just so arrogant and so and just so full of pizzazz, to be so to to play someone that you know that so, that's so that supposed to be an extension of yourself, but yeah. you just go into another world. And I said, you know what? No one drinks wine. No one's Hugh Hefner. So I'm like, why don't I take it on? Yeah. And I was actually given the green light from uh, from a promoter um, that that did shows in mainly San Francisco. Yeah. Um, it was Corvus, Corvus, and then he we did a show out in the DNA Club. Okay. And he said, I want you to be to be Hugh Hefner. Yeah. He saw my mustache or so the porn stash yeah, that yeah. I kind of I kind of carry. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have the the suave hair and I got the the stylish, you know, catch as catch can, very uh, very finesse style of wrestling and he said, Why don't you be Hugh Hefner? And I'm like, you know what? That's o- actually been the brainchild of mine for a long time. So let me let's give it a shot. Yeah. So I went out, get my I, I I damn near branded the the color of uh, of garnet. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that uh scarlet red. Yeah. And then carried out the wine glass. There you go. And then after doing that, I was like, I, I played around with certain songs that they kind of portray as a character. And initially, I came out to uh, Tom Jones' Sex Bomb. Oh, okay. And I love karaoke, and I love Tom Jones, and I came out to that. But I, I, I felt I needed something just a little bit more iconic. It's, if, you're, if you're, only if you're a hardcore Tom Jones fan, because yeah. everyone knows it's not unusual. But that doesn't, that's not my song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I needed something a little bit more iconic. Driving up and down, did the uh, listen to the radio, and boom, I'm never gonna dance again. I'm like, that's the one, that's yeah, the song. Yeah, it is so absurd that everyone's gonna remember, whether they remember the match or not. Because it's about creating moments and creating memories.
0: How long have uh, how long have you been a fan of just pro wrestling in general?
1: God, I started watching wrestling when I was like nine years old, okay. ten years old. It was like I remember the first feud. It was like The Rock versus Mankind at the Royal Rumble. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nineteen ninety nine. It was a great. It was a good time. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to do that. I don't care. I want to do that. And then, know you know, you you just kind of watch and. You, you, go through, go through life in your teens, and I never got to find it until, like, I was um, 23 years old, yeah. after I graduated, you know, graduated college, I'm like, what do I do with my life, and I don't want to buckle down just yet to go to, you know, grad school or anything, so I'm like, oh, I want to live my life, and and uh, by the grace of God, like a co-worker of mine, mm-hmm. a co-worker by the name of Nate, good guy, Nate, he was training for boxing, and he just happened to train with someone who's also training in pro wrestling. Okay. So uh, and then he said, hey, there's, a, there's a facility out in Sacramento. Go check it out. And I said, You know what? Let's give it a shot. Who knows? And he goes, You know, there's lots of shady schools out there and not, right. not, right. not rinky dink operations. So you want to make sure the money you invest is actually, you know, actually the real, the real yeah. McCoy so yeah I went to by the grace of God was, that was it that was like it, it cannot be any better than that having to work under old school Oliver John
0: and you you know something about you know paying money for school because you you are also in, in, in college or at yep. school, uh, school right now too
1: well um, the, the next step is um some spoilers. <laughs> one, one day,
0: one day, this will be the next
1: step. One day, you know, is it gonna? It's it's going to grad school. Whenever you know.
0: this career, this uh, wrestling, career the, comes the next already.
1: the next step in life would be going to physical therapy school, and then just uh, um, can, like plug myself in, and you know, prepare yeah. for the next step in life. Because you know what, wrestlers never get to go out on their own terms. Yeah, and uh, I I can foresee that. You know, it's it's such a brutal business he can eat you up and spit you out regardless of what you've done mm-hmm. so I mean I'm glad I, I, I have the kind of perspective like I've lived I've done what I wanted to do and now uh, time to take the next step and um, set myself you know for, for the next chapter in, in life
0: have you ever like found yourself you know, without without naming names have mm-hmm. you ever found yourself in a position where you were just like what the hell is going on like just like in a match and this, like the other person just didn't wasn't giving you everything
1: um i mean
0: or you've been in a, maybe a, at a promotion that was just, just kind of no, crazy of
1: course i mean if that's just like in life in all assets and facets of life there's someone who treats it treats whatever it is whatever you're you know selling cars or running a business or running a family yeah. someone treats it with honor and respect and some people well, just don't honor the opportunity and the and respect the hard work it takes to, to get to the next level. And of course you you get those and that's kind of what what makes you appreciate getting bigger opportunities and working at the bigger promotions. Yeah. You know, you don't have to name names. You know who they are, the ones with the drawing the drawing the big crowds, right. creating the most buzz, um getting the the getting the serious looks um, you know, social media and blah blah blah. Yeah. So Of course that's that's all part of it it's part of the process it's part of the journey so that you can learn to appreciate the good the good stuff later down the line and then it keeps perspective it gives you perspective to say don't be like that guy hopefully there's a veteran to to get get a get a headlock around around you know around a young boy just say hey don't be like that guy. <laughs> you know, give, offer you proper perspective. Just keep your head on straight, nose to the grindstone. I try to tell this to my, to my guys. You know, first of all, take care of your life, yeah. take care of your health, take care of your money, take care of your family, and then there's pro wrestling because you know what, pro wrestling is always going to be there. Yeah, where there's a ring, there's an opportunity. You know, you can always go find a school and learn. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, after that, after you taken care of all the main priorities. How are you treating your? How are you treating your your product, which is you? Are you going to the gym? Are you eating right? Are you innovating new ways to um, to make yourself marketable? Yeah. Not everyone can be, you know, freaking Jared Kratos, Will Hobbs. So how how else can you make people come to the door, put butts in seats, yeah. pay their hard earned money to come see you? Are Are you? Um, improving your technique are you coming to practice you know three three four times a week i was that guy that uh, all i had to cut down on class because we were coming i was showing up every day it's like i need to recover as well yeah i was coming in damn near uh, at one point i came in like probably six days a week for what? For, it was like a two-week stretch and he's yeah. like he needed to back off a little bit because he's a little he's pain. kind of intense <laughs> he's an intense guy he's, he's down i'm down I already paid my monthly fee. Uh, I'll come as many times as I want. Yeah. But then, um, so yeah, at least three times a week. Two times, that's standard. One time, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna make it. Yeah. This is retention material, you know.
0: And uh, you know, besides besides you, who else should we keep an eye out for on yeah. in the NorCal scene right now? Like, who who are some young up and coming guys that you really see some
1: potential in? Gosh,
0: I mean, you know, besides you, besides, besides you. Besides
1: me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean have to give a shout out to um, this young up-and-comer named Charlie. and He's, oh. he's, uh, he ref my match at APW uh, last week. Got the job in uh, And it seems that he has, uh, he, he's accepted Rick Luxury's challenge at uh, Bayshore Bash. Uh-huh. Bay Area Bash. Yeah. Bay Area Bash. So, keep an eye on him. 16 years old, he's barely a sophomore. He just finished his sophomore year in high school, and he's, a He's a high school wrestler he's he's, he's, uh, he's grinded yeah knows the grindstone ever since he was eleven years old yeah so and now it's starting to flourish and you don't see you, don't, you haven't seen the, like, the best of him yet, and he's already been working doing matches for like three years yeah <laughs> it's, it's it's impeccable
0: and uh, my last question is. What do you what do you like right now and then like mainstream wrestling? What do you what are you watching? Are you watching WWE? Are you watching New Japan? Ring of Honor to
1: be honest? I am so inundated with uh, my own wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> try to get through each and every week. I tune in I try to tune in um, But I've been watching a lot of um, more classic matches like Tiger mask. I love that ag- Oh, yeah agile style Yes, there's like the strong style element, but I love that finesse and just working. You know, yeah. Antonio Noki he has that toughness, but you can also settle it down. Yeah. You know, can't beat a good Ric Flair match. You know, every now and then, pop it in, um, and then you know you go throw it on a WrestleMania when you want to see some really cool, you know, uh, some really cool, cool matches. Just yeah. to study tape on, but you just know.
0: just don't go and get locked out of the arena for what? How long were people locked out for? I think three plus hours. Oh, leaving. Oh
1: God! Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I heard. I, heard
0: I, I was talking to Brian Zane a little bit about it. So. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Watching WrestleMania. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. That was a hell of an experience, I must say. That's the best of the best in the world. And for any fan, I mean, I, I really, really hope you appreciate the ones who – you can tell the ones who really put in the time and dedicated their efforts to being the absolute best. And yeah. We're all stretching and clawing for that opportunity. Right, right. To – To somehow burst through and just get a look even look at the big leagues because like this stuff is hard (laughs) yeah it's hard and And, and, uh uh, the 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 bar is raised each and every time
0: And there's thousands of wrestlers around this country thousands of
1: deserving wrestlers yeah not just wrestlers deserving ones too yeah so we're all we're all fighting so please go out watch the show support your favorite wrestler Go, um, you know, buy a shirt, buy a button, buy a buy an eight by ten, something. Yeah, because that's just helping. That's just fueling the dreams of uh, of uh, each and every favorite talent of yours. Yeah. yeah, nice.
0: Well, thank you, Johnny. Thank you for taking your time out before this match. You you took time out of your training regimen to do this interview with me. I appreciate it, man. Thank uh, you.
1: One hell of a time, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right.
0: And once again, thank you to Johnny Dynamo for sitting down with me uh, with a very special interview before the West Coast Pro Wrestling Show. Guys, please like, share, and subscribe at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'll see you later. Bye.